nerds and welcome back to nerding out with chelsea in today's episode we'll be talking about my first ever convention experience anime nyc 2021 for anime nyc i will admit i was only able to attend day three this year um day one is friday which i have school and day two my friends just did not want to attend so day three it ended up being from the huge social media fallout that happened day one and two i'm kind of glad i did not go to because it was a huge mess people were waiting for hours and hours outside in the freezing cold of manhattan to get inside the convention many people were outside for so long they missed most if not all of the day um, there's been a lot of call for those who got three-day passes to be able to get a refund for Friday or Saturday or both because they entire they basically missed the entire day. There was a problem with people not being able to get their badges, get their vaccination check, um, vaccination cards checked, so many other things. Um, there were a lot of children and people with disabilities and other people who should not be outside in the cold for hours and hours whose lives were potentially put at risk. Um, and I will say for day three, it was more organized, but there definitely was still a wait outside, but nothing like the hours and hours people on day one and two had to wait. For the overall experience inside the con, there were so many amazing people who I saw on social media were attending the convention. I did not get to personally see and meet all of them or interact with all of them. Um, but part of that is my own fault for not being able, not like having the nerve to, you know, go up to them and be like, hi, blah, 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 blah. But also there was just so many people at Anime NYC that some of these people I didn't even see, even though they were there all three days. Um, the first people I think of are King Crystal, Kiara, uh, Koyuki Panda, who I did actually get to meet and say hi with and take a picture. That is my Instagram auntie. Um, Nicholas Draper Ivy, who I did not get to meet because he was there for a panel on either day one or two. Uh, Katie Fox, who I got to see but not speak to, who also did a panel. Miss um, Kyla from Ellen Animated, who I did not get to see but I know was there. Uh, inspired author, who is well known for writing a ton of webtoons and other pieces. And so many other amazing people were there. There were a lot of talented cosplayers there. Oh, adding on to that list of people, um, Michaela, who I, I think that was her, her uh, like Instagram's like Papamillion or something, who I did not get to see. Um, but yeah, there were so many amazing cosplayers there and a lot of them, I was too nervous to go ask for a picture and I should have went and just talked to all the people I wanted to talk to, but understandably, it was my first convention experience and it was a little bit overwhelming. Um, I wanted to really take it a lot slower than I did, but I felt very rushed by one of my friends who I was attending with, who just had us, you know, the group of us speed walking through the entire artist alley. Um, for Anime NYC, I did want to cosplay as Psyche from Psyche K, but I just could not get the funding and the pieces of the cosplay together in, in time. Uh, next Anime NYC, for sure, I will have the cutest cosplay, if not cosplays. I definitely already have quite a few ideas for stuff I would do, and I should have the funding, 
by next anime nyc things are already changing and moving this year and i'm just so excited for the next conventions i end up going to one highlight i will say is seeing a couple of psyches as i walked throughout the con once again missed opportunity to get pictures but you know it was my first con experience um next year as well I want to be on a panel and have my own artist alley booth in Anime NYC. Um, I sure can talk and I love to answer questions and I feel like I definitely have the experience and stuff to talk about if I were to be placed on a panel. As far as an artist alley booth, I would have so many new products and things from rebranding my business that I feel like would really be a hit there. Maybe some new like designs and stuff that are like anime and gamish inspired that I think people would like. Business cards are also 100% a must if you want to go there for networking. There's so many possibilities of people to talk to and really engage with and so many cool people you'd want to collaborate with that business cards are definitely something I'm now working on. As far as other conventions, DreamCon uh, 2023 is on the list. I definitely don't think this year is going to happen. I just have way too many things happening in the summer internships programs conferences just i'm always doing so much to really build up myself for the future as for 2022 not completely sure oh wait why am i saying dreamcon 2021 that already passed i mean dreamcon 2022 i um, won't be able to attend because of all the reasons i stated previously and also just the fact that you know that's going to be me transitioning from junior year to senior year and I really have so many other things to focus on besides going to a convention halfway across the country. But 2023, I'll be graduated either waiting for my decision from waiting for the decision from the college or schooling or whatever I choose to go to or, you know, applying or doing whatever it is at that point, but I'll be more free and up to go to Dreamcon 2023. My hope is to go there and just walk around with a cameraman or something just network have fun with the people there get to know people get them to know me um, represent someone or myself have someone managing a booth for me and just really enjoying myself and having fun while also making a bag besides artist alley one thing i will say is it didn't feel like there was much to do at a convention i just found myself walking through it over and over again none of the panels that were really interesting to me were on day three all the really heavy hitter panels with really amazing people on them were on days one and two and all the really amazing fun activities and things you could attend. Like the showing of One Piece episode 1000 was on either day one or two. Day three, however, did get the best badge design. We got the Attack on Titan final season design, which I found really funny because I feel like the people with the three day badge definitely should have gotten the better design. But that one was not looking too good at all. Absolutely, there were so many other problems besides the people waiting outside. The entirety of my time going to Anime NYC and I exited like halfway through to go get something to eat outside and came back in. I was never bag checked once. Someone could definitely have been carrying a weapon or something dangerous and it would have completely gotten through Anime NYC security masks also weren't very regulated. I feel like maybe there just weren't enough employees. I'm not 100% sure, 
but there were so many times I saw either employees or people in the convention without a mask on at all or without their mask up, which did make me feel very uncomfortable and we saw the results of what happened from that. The halls in the artist alley were very congested and I think that's because 7,000 more people from the last time and my NYC was hosted were attending and it was just certain halls were just congested. People were packed in and moving very slowly. It was very easy to lose someone with how many people were shifting. But a plus of the artist alley is there was an insane amount of cool artists with really amazing things for sale. I did not get to get anything this year because those were not in my budget. I was really just there for the first time experience. Uh, speaking of budget, there are not many food options in the convention. You kind of have to eat outside or get overpriced food inside the con, which, you know, once again, not in the budget. As far as other features of Anime NYC, the maps that they provided online or on their app were very confusing and hard to navigate. The Wi-Fi that was provided by Genshin Impact wasn't really that good. I'm not sure if that's just the overall Javits Center, but I was connected to it and things were not loading very quickly for me. There was a section of NYC that I was very excited for, and it was an arcade game section. And there definitely were not enough machines for the 20-something thousand people or however many people were attending. There was like 12 or 14, and the lines were so extremely long, especially for games like Tekken, Street Fighters, and Dance Dance Revolution, which were all games that I wanted to try. A highlight of the event was that I did get to see an advanced screening of the movie Bell by director Mamoru Hosada. I did talk about my experience watching this movie in episode 7, so if you want to hear my thoughts on that, you should definitely go check out the previous episode. It was 100% worth it, and I believe it'll be in theories January 14th, 2021. There are a few more advanced screenings going on all, all around the US, so I suggest you Google them and see if you can sign up for them. This part of the episode brings us to Chelsea's questionable favorites. Every episode, I'll recommend something for you to check out. This episode, I am recommending the manga Sakamoto Days. Sakamoto Days is a currently serializing shonen spy manga. It's a mix of action and comedy, which works really well and I enjoy so much. There are currently 50 chapters out right now, meaning you can binge it very quickly depending on your reading speed. It's about a former hitman called Taro Sakamoto. He was once one of the most prominent hitmen in the story before settling down with a wife and having a child. He's been living his life peacefully prior to the story, gaining weight, and just living his life until he encounters his old partner from when he was an assassin slash hitman. From there, we go through the daily shenanigans of him protecting his family and the people closest to him, and it's so much fun. I'm really enjoying where they're going with it so far in the current arc. It's definitely having more of seriousness to it, and without any spoilers about why, I will say so far my favorite characters are Shin, Lu, and then Sakamoto. If you're interested in action comedy, and if you like a bit of action I mean, a bit of like hitman assassin spy action, you should definitely go check out Sakamoto Days. If you have the Viz Media or Shonen Jump app, I believe you can read the first three and the last three recent chapters as it updates on the app. 
So definitely get into it. It updates weekly, like I said in Shonen Jump. Try it out. There are definitely so much manga that I feel like are underrated currently in Shonen Jump and it would crush my heart if they were cancelled because we know Shonen Jump just really loves to axe things early. So 100% go give Sakamoto Days a try. I think a lot of people would really enjoy it. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Nerding Out with Chelsea. If you attended Anime NYC 2021, please get tested for the Omicron variant of COVID. I'll see you in the next episode.